everybody. Welcome to Moms Unpacking Autism. I'm Anne and I'm here with Stacy. And today, what are we going to talk about, Stacy? Well, I thought we would talk about uh, COVID and autism. Mm. And not in a bad way, not in a depressing way. We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not going down a dark path. I, okay. I have funny thoughts on COVID and autism. You do? Okay. Well, let's, let's hear them. <laughs> yes, I do. Okay. So, you know, everybody's bitching about wearing masks and how they can't tell what people are feeling or thinking. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to my son's world. I have never thought about that. Yeah. So all that anger and frustration, I can't tell if you're smiling. I can't tell if you're still a little bit angry. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's like drunk goggles for, for no diversity, I think. Um, wow. Mm-hmm. So I, what I'm hoping or wishing is that people would be able to take that in mm-hmm. a little bit and be like, see it, 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 uh, we, it's hard when you're walking in somebody else's shoes, mm-hmm. you know? So that was my first thought about COVID and autism. Um, my second one is my complete and total belief that all special ed parents have already lived through a pandemic their whole life. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> okay. Let's, let's unpack that one. <laughs> okay. A, we're used to not showering. <laughs> okay. B, we're used to plans having to change all the time, all the pivots, every minute. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're exceedingly used to having to put our hopes and expectations for ordinary events on hold. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right? This isn't the Christmas I imagined, said every <laughs> autism parent ever. <laughs> How's this birthday party going to work? Said every autism dad. <laughs> oh, guy, the birthday parties, yes, <laughs> right, right. Yes. So, I, so I, I think, I think, um, I think, you know, like we've been preparing for this our whole lives. Um, so, so there's that. Um, and then I was thinking about um, how systems are designed to get the results that they're producing. Okay, so, so if you if you have a system like, um, let me just think, like you you go to the drive-through, mm-hmm. and it takes five minutes to get through the drive-through. That system is set up that you're supposed to be there for about five minutes. Right. It's not like you're in the drive-through and everybody's like, "Hey, Stacy might just want to sit and drink her latte in line today. Y'all just wait for an hour while she gets comfy." <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just it's the system. Right. And, and so we have systems all the time in our lives, uh-huh. um, how school, how a school day should go, what you should wear to school, um, how somebody should, uh, greet the bus driver. Mm. You know, we have all these systems in place and we're forever trying to teach our kids about how to behave within the system to get the results that the system wants. And what I think that has changed is, or at least right now with pandemic stuff, is I feel like for once everybody has their system not working Mm -hmm. for them. And so, so everyone understands the frustration of, um, or is experiencing the frustration of, but wait, I, I should be able to go to the grocery store when I want to and buy what I want to. 
right. you know, those things are in place. Right. And, and instead we sort of have a society that's kind of sitting in the middle of the drive-thru, uh-huh. you know, <laughs> instead. Right. Yeah. So, so um, how, I, how I was thinking about that with us was, um, you know, kind of what do you have in your life that's working for you? What, what systems are working for you? And what changes do you want to keep in place? And, and, and what ones aren't? So, so for us, what I learned was it's actually a lot less stressful for us to eat at home than I thought it was. Huh. So we've always, like, if I'm out and about and it's almost lunchtime, I will take Franklin um, through the drive-thru. And um, because, like, it's just easier to get him fast food. Right. But now that we've, I've experienced um, him being home a lot for, for lunches and stuff, he just figures it out and it's fine. Hmm. So, so I don't actually need to, to do that. I don't have to pick that back up as a, mm-hmm. as a habit or, um, mm-hmm. or something that I thought was taking a lot of stress away from us. So I, I was, yeah. So my question for you is what, what are you doing that isn't working for you? And what are you doing that is working for you? Well, you know, um, I think I've mentioned this before, but the whole pandemic thing um, has taken away the I don't have any friends problem. Oh, right. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. because we're all home not doing social things. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and, And we're feeling we're feeling it like, man, I can't go out with my friends. Well, now you can kind of get a glimpse into the autism world when you don't have any friends and you never get invited out and you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's, I hate to say that's been a blessing for me, but that's been taken off the table and I've really appreciated that. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the kids or young adults, you know, mostly I know people either under 18, um, on the spectrum or, you know, in their early twenties mm-hmm. and, and they either seem to be sort of folded into a community where they have lots of social opportunities mm-hmm. and, and their, their life mimics a, a fairly, you know, typical something in the twenties kind of social life. Right. Or, or um, we're completely isolated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do, do, you know, it's, it's yeah. not like there's a little bank of friends waiting down the street Right. Right. No, no, there's not. No, I I've been, um, you know, I used to get the, Oh, it must be nice to have friends. Oh, you have so many friends. You get to go out with people all the time. And, and that's really hard on my daughter Mm -hmm. to see that all the time. So now since we're home, she's very settled into just sitting there with us and and we don't have to talk about that all the time. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. I kind of dread when everything opens up again, frankly. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I really want to get out, like really want to get out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about um, the parents who have kids that are don't like to get dressed. Mm. I bet that has been a nice yeah. uh, change. That's true. Um, yeah. If I still had a kid in elementary school, I would be super psyched not to be making lunches. Uh-huh. Oh. Lunches are a nightmare and a half. That's very true. <laughs> That's very true. Some days a solid two nightmares. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Usually at least 1.5. You know, I've also thought about that in the school age uh, spectrum because we were so used to helping with homework and doing mm-hmm. the schoolwork with them and micromanaging that whole process. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the, the parents of neurodiverse kids have had to experience that now too. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. 
it's not easy and it also it's i think it's it's laid open for a lot of um people how difficult the system is to navigate so you know before where like maybe i had an iep or i had this kind of meeting or i was trying to change like a bus schedule or something Mm -hmm. you know i'm not sure if that's a if that's a common experience if you're Mm. um you know dealing with a a more typical school experience i think i think your kid just gets on the bus and they get off at 3 30 yeah that's done or they go to the after school daycare and maybe they have a little bit of a tricky time some days Mm -hmm. but they've never had a schedule where it's like oh and and for these 15 minutes you know martha behaved at the green level for these 15 (laughs) (laughs) yellow level okay well let's break that down shall we and then and then we get to have discussions like well did she have pear juice you know because pear juice sometimes (laughs) (laughs) now okay so i'm thinking about this now in the in light of scheduling you know when you have a child on the spectrum you need to keep everything disciplined and oh right yes yes. what is this doing to all of that i think it's a clusterfuck yeah (laughs) right (laughs) i think so yeah 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 no it it um it's i think it's impossible to mimic the order of school at home and I don't think it's desirable. No, no, it's, no. <laughs> and so, so I'm, I'm first in line to say at this point, uh, no, mm-hmm. it never mattered. Mm-hmm. It only worked for you guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And I think about, I think about now where we're at, my daughter could just, um, lollygag the day away in front of mm-hmm. whatever right and not plan her life and and not go forward in school and right now I'm like who cares no one can go forward anyway it doesn't matter mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know we're, we're just all sitting here anyway so whatever you want to do uh, you know whatever yeah 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 well we have um a situation here where we're gonna have to make some decisions about what, what college to transfer to. And, and I think the decision is actually going to be one. Would you like to do this or this? <laughs> and this being the same thing, would you like A or A? Oh, a yes. <laughs> or perhaps I, A. I can say A with a little more cheer. <laughs> could be A so, or A. So, <laughs> we could totally do A. <laughs> or maybe A. You know, depending on how you feel. <laughs> or let's switch it up a little and oh, let's try A. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. So um so the, there's this possibility of our of his finishing out uh the four-year degree. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm talking to my sister-in-law this morning. And, and this is such a classic experience with, uh, I haven't had this for a while because we haven't had school choice for a while, but um, it goes like this. So I think he's gonna be able to go to this four year school because it's 40 minutes from, from home. She says, well, you know, he's gotta learn to stand on his own two feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, 
yeah, sure does. Yeah, let's let me wait. Let me get a pen. I gotta write that down, right? Okay. Then, then, so I'm like, well, you know, it would be it would be great if he could live in the dorm or, or whatever. She's like, well, it's absolutely essential that he try. Failure at dorm life is an important lesson. And I think to myself, is it now? Um, so I'm thinking about your life and some of the stuff uh, you've been through to try yes. to support college and, yes. and what the difference is between a helicopter parent and one who just is fully aware of what it's going to take to make <laughs> option A happen, uh-huh. right? <laughs> uh-huh, yep, yep, yep. And, and I said, yeah, I, I, do think, um, I do think failure is important, but uh, it's interesting to me because you know, your kids all went to the state school that was right next to your house. Mm. And so basically it's making the same choice. Mm-hmm. Like this is the state school, it's close to our house. Your mm-hmm. kids chose the state school, but somehow when your kids do that, it's because they quote, want to be close to home or, um, oh, it'd be so great. No, I'd love it if they bring their laundry home. I'd love to be able to check on them, uh-huh. da, 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 right? So those are presented as attributes in a neurotypical kid. Right. Oh, we're so proud. You know, we went to school there too. And they'll get to go to the football games. And so, okay. So if I hear football games one more time, it's going to be like how the word prom used to be. Oh. Like I, I just want to smack somebody into uh-huh. tomorrow if I have uh-huh. to hear the word football games one more time. And, 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 it's, and it's fascinating to me because those attributes are not allowed to switch around to my kid. Right. So I can't say, oh, he really just wants to be close to home. He likes his family. No, no, no. Because, because he's been, you know, labeled with a disability, then that's perceived as, as cowering or, right. or codependence, mm-hmm. failure to parent. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Um, all, all of that. And, and nobody even takes into account like the money part. Right. Like, we're still making that decision based on the fact that a state school is affordable. Here. Sure. Yeah. You know, just some of those basic, basic things. And would I love a dorm? Yes, I would. I think that would, would be great experience. It's not like, um, it's not like I disagree with some of the criticisms entirely, but I do disagree with the premise that we, we're, we're so different that we can't have those same motivations. Right, right. You know? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's kind of what I about. Oh, and then, and then the other one I got today that I, I haven't heard in forever. And so I'd like to apologize to anyone who has a kid in middle school right now. I got the very somber, hang with me. Well, you know, he is going to meet some people who aren't good to him. Oh. So somehow you need to have him completely mix it up and fail. And at the same time, understand that the world is full of danger and that they're all waiting to take advantage of it. Because in, our, in my favorite middle school quote, because quote, you know how kids are. Yeah, terrible, terrible. Yeah, yeah I do know how kids are. That's yes. part of the problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've yeah. met them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and you're almost to the point, like, can we find someone who's good to him? <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. We know about the not everyone's going to be nice thing. Yeah. 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 I'm very clear on that aspect of humanity. Absolutely. I have this little list of kids who were uh, very nice um, to my son in a a real way, not in a pity way. Mm -hmm. And that list, I would do anything Mm -hmm. for those Mm -hmm. kids. It's such a short list. I could do anything for them. (laughs) 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 <laughs> um, and, and, you know, 
know, the last thing I've been thinking about COVID and, and um, autism, at least in our house, is I think we should have a little more respect for people who are afraid to get this disease and are afraid to get the vaccine. Because not because I, I think vaccines are wonderful. I'm a total pro-vaccine person. Um, but my experience with the medical establishment might very much differ from somebody with a disability. Right. Yeah. And, um, and his fears are often go for decades mm-hmm. after something, you know, mm-hmm. inadvertent or bad. Or, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I think that people have kind of this blase thing going right now where they're like, uh, suck it up. This is, this is such a blessing. And I think, yes, yes, this would be lovely. Y'all do this so that my son, who maybe won't experience it that way, is also protected. So good on you. (laughs) Also continue donating blood. (laughs) Other things that benefit me. And I'm I'm sure we will get, we will get around to, um, you know, I'll be eligible like way, way before him. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we, we plan on doing it and such. But um, I think I've earned my fear of how basic, no pun intended, innocuous uh, medical events are, work. Right, right. Uh, in, our, in our family. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know if everybody else spent 10 years learning how to blow a nose. Oh, oh, I don't know if we know how to blow a nose. I don't know. Huh. That's right? very interesting. Yeah. 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 So so a bad cough in my house can lead to months of not eating. Okay. Wow. All kinds of things. It's like yeah. so so it's not as simple as, well, um, you know, he's twenty something, he'll be fine. No. And, 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 well, I think about this. I have a friend whose brother uh, caught COVID and he, he's not on the spectrum, but he has some disabilities and he was just thrown like you wouldn't believe. He didn't know what was happening to him. He was in the hospital. He didn't know. He, no one could explain it to him. Um, I think of my daughter when she got COVID, she was a mess. You know, she was an absolute mess and I couldn't even help her because I was kind of a mess about, I didn't want to get the disease too. (laughs) you know so it's it's a really tricky thing yeah it is it is it is so i i think um we've had a lot of warrior parenting right now yeah yeah very very well done so i was telling you i was telling you earlier um that i've been re-reading some of in uh lamont who's like you know my hero yes Uh, but um in in her in her book plan b just not my favorite of her books because it's a it's a little it's a little um a little preachy sometimes like okay. you should just be nice to everybody all the time and and i'm not in the headspace to be nice to everybody all the time right now i have I'm in never a- known you not to be nice you say this stacy but i've never known you not to be nice i mean maybe in the privacy of your home you know you might have your moments but no you're 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 very diplomatic well, that's kind of you to say. So um, in any case, and, and so in, in plan B, um, at one point she says, uh, what are you supposed to do when what is happening can't be and the old rules no longer apply? I remember this feeling when my mother was in the last stages of Alzheimer's, when my brothers and I needed so much more information to go on than we had, explanation plans, a tour guide, and hope that it really wasn't going to be that bad. But then it was that bad, and then some, and then all we could do was talk 
and stick together. Mm. And, and to me, um, it, it is how I've experienced COVID, but it's also how I've experienced parenting on the spectrum. Yeah. You know, yeah. What, what do we do when what is happening can't be? So right. It's just a profound truth we've all been dealing with. Well, it, it really is. And, and people respond to it so differently. You know, it can end up in a big fight. It doesn't always end up in a sticking together experience. You know, it can end up in a pulling apart experience. That's really hard. And how are we parents of autism sticking together for each other? It's such a yeah. nice world. It's a good reminder. I need to, to continue to reach out about that because, um, because I've been a little lost in my own space. Yeah, and aren't we all? I mean, our spaces are, are they're like big pits. They're like cavernous <laughs> caves that we end up in and we can't find our way out. So it's really hard to, you know, go see someone else's cave. Yeah. It's true. Well, you know, because I keep telling everybody I'm in the bottom of a well and then people keep telling me they're going to put down snacks. Or <laughs> We're not going to help you out of the well. <laughs> no. None of us have the bandwidth for that, but I'll throw you down some Oreos. We'll keep you going. Maybe you don't want to keep going. Right? <laughs> it's a little depressing. Oh, yeah, you know, um, I think depression is is uh, probably the order of the day. Yeah, for, for a lot of us, and um, yeah. you know, I'm just um, I'm hoping we come out the other side. Yeah, I hope so. You know, it's, mm. it's the February blues right now. I mean, you're at least in California, so yeah. you've, you've got some sunshine, you know, um, you know, in New England, we're really in the February blues season. It's we're, we're oh, the ones yeah. who fly to California right now to get out of this. And, and, and there That's is true. no, there is no flying to California right now to get there out is, of this. Yeah, no. And, and I just, I'm so, you know, the poor people in Texas and Louisiana yeah. covered with ice and, oh my God, what a nightmare. Oh, um, yeah. but, um, uh, I was, but I was looking outside and it, it is one of those spectacular, um, quote, winter days in California. It's, it's about 65 and the daffodils are out. <laughs> so, are you kidding? Are you kidding? No, I'm not. It's raining here and the roads are freezing ice. I mean, <laughs> I know, you know, I, I hesitate to mention it. Um, I certainly wouldn't take a picture out of my window and share it today. Let's well, I kind of can see the sun coming out and I, I see oh. both of us here with you with the sun behind you. Now that I know it's mm -hmm. 60 degrees, I'm very jealous because mm -hmm. you see me with my layers of clothing on and my gloves and my hat and my, you know. Well, you know, I have my sweatshirt on because I didn't want to be chilly in my shorts. Oh, oh. <laughs> but in any case, anyway. so, so my last um, thing I wanted to tell you was yeah. um, about doing hard things. I'm going to do some more hard things on um, this coming Sunday. Mm -hmm. uh, but one of the things that we've been uh, working on uh, that, that is working okay. is a spreadsheet for a timesheet. Oh, how's that? What, how does that go? Well, um, at, at his job, we've had this thing where you have a timesheet and then you write in the hours mm -hmm. and it doesn't quite work precisely. Okay. And um, recently I worked on uh, with my husband making up a spreadsheet for it instead and yeah. so now it calculates all the time and everything and everybody's much happier and um it was one of those things where 
it wasn't the most painful thing on the planet, but it made our lives better. Really? So sometimes I do the things that are, I think sometimes we need to do the things that are a little bit painful because they also pay off. Yeah. You don't, you don't always have to get to the, the like, I've figured out the whole trust thing, which we're still working on. Okay, so everything that he does during the day is on this? No, 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 no. He he has a job. Um, and so it's just the job on this. Just the job. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. All right. You're not structuring the Oreo cookies. God, no. Okay. No. No. All right. No. Sounds good. Well, I must have done that once when he was five or something. <laughs> that doesn't work. That didn't work. <laughs> so but in any case. <laughs> <sighs> all right well i, I suppose we should wrap things up you you told me you had something about the wheel. i know but now i've got dogs playing and they're going to be louder than what i can tell you ah uh, ah uh, well i guess the will is next week people we'll have to wait. <laughs> you're gonna have the, to come back the dogs are playing <laughs> the dogs are playing <laughs> well stacy this was really good i i hope um i i hope everybody has um I was going to say a good week. And then now I just think that's hysterical. <laughs> well, it's okay to wish people a good week. Oh, is it? Okay. All right. I hope yeah. you all have a good week. Yeah, absolutely. I, I We want everyone to have a good week. Yeah. Ultimately, but... let's just get through the next 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's a goal worth achieving. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.